Hello. I did it. Hi, Planet Earth. How you doing? What's up? My name's Chris Machete Cochran. I'm your favorite cult leader slash comic book artist, writer, explorer of Earth, we'll say, right? Hope you're doing well tonight. It's uh, still hot here in Kingston, Ontario, Canada. I always go back to remembering when I lived in Jersey and uh, they'd make fun of me because it was so hot and thinking I was melting. I wasn't used to it. It's like, man, there's actual heat and sun in Canada, my friends. There is. It's very warm here right now. I'm not complaining. I like it. I like the warmth. Got to do a lot of watering out there, though, but that's okay. Got to do a little watering in here with beer as well. And I don't know if you're aware, but uh, Molson has a deal for two king cans for five bucks, like out of the cooler. Two king cans, Molson, any Molson, like a Coors, Molson Canadian, whatever you're, you like, five bucks. So it's like when I go to get drinks or so for my wife and I, it's like, it's like okay, well, I could spend five bucks on two energy drinks, or I could spend like, you know, sometimes it's even more on two energy drinks, or $6 on Gatorade, or $5 on Gatorade, or I could get two beer for five bucks. You tell me what I'm going to buy for myself anyway, right? Yeah, I think you know this. You know this. All right, so... What a week it's been for news and internet and just the whole deal. The world seems crazy, doesn't it? It really does. I think the world seems pretty crazy. Uh, I've talked to a lot of people that feel the same way, and wow. You could really get some conversation going on where you think we're headed these days as a whole civilization in Earth. Crazy stuff. But anyway, so I was uh, being a, a Canadian. And I live in Ontario. I, I happened to catch a little internet video about the three worst cities in Ontario. Okay? One, this is suggestions. This isn't me. I'll pick which one I think is the worst, though. I'm not shy. Out of these three. Brampton. Oshawa. The Dirty Schwa. Got an echo going on there? We okay? No. Uh, the Dirty Schwa. I, I, that's a stomping ground for me, an old stomping ground for a few years. My wife lived in Oshawa for a while. And the third, just they didn't put one, two, or three. They just said like all three of these, you know, pick one and you're, you're basically, not gonna, it's not going to go well. That was Hamilton. I've never lived in Hamilton, never visited a lot. I did, sidebar. Brent's not here again. L.A. Brent is out on the road wrestling and doing his thing. But Brent and I, Brent took me to see a, a WWF at this time, Raw event, in Hamilton. And, wow, I remember the stadium being just straight down. And I was drinking beer, and I remember thinking, like, well, how many, how many people actually fall over from here? So I haven't been to Hamilton for that. I don't, but other than that, not much. So I watched some stuff about these cities. Oshawa, I didn't need to. Lived it, breathed it, played so many shows there, partied hard, hard in Oshawa. My wife lived there for a while, and uh, I found I could fend for myself pretty well in Oshawa. There wasn't, I don't remember being really, really too scared, except for maybe two minimal times. Two or three minimal times, okay? So, out of those three, researching and looking and looking, I would say Brampton would be the worst. They're making their own laws there. They're making their own rules there as far as driving safety as far as standards of safety with work from what I've seen on these videos 
And I've also seen that there's some rioting going on, small rioting and, uh, you know, picketing and such for students whose visas have come up and they, they think it's unjust that they have to go back. That's okay. Well, have a safe flight. That's life. And I, that scares me a bit. I don't like it when laws are being changed by people who move in like that. It's one thing if, if at night it's dangerous going down certain roads, certain ways at night. But if you're feeling yourself in danger every step of the day from what I've seen, that's not where I would want to be. So that would be my pick out of them. So again, friends, uh, th- from this article, I was is, it was just like a TikTok video. So it made me research a little more, though, after this. Because, as I said, uh, three worst cities in Ontario in random order. Hamilton, Oshawa. What was the last one there that I didn't like? I keep Brampton. 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 Um, so you, you pick your winner. I have a Pardon me? Oh, no. No, did it, did it, nobody's. So if anybody wants to, t- to chime in there, if you have privy to any of these places, especially Hamilton, because I'm really not privy to Hamilton much at all. So, oh, you know what? I played a show there, too. I did play a, a, a show there. I'm starting a Gasoline Alley. So, oh, man. Okay, it was with I Hate Sally. Um... Kimberly says Brampton as well. Yeah, yeah. That's I that I get that the stuff I've seen about Brampton scares me from sun up to sundown to when you're sleeping. Just worrisome. I don't like it when when people are making their own rules and laws and deciding, you know, especially uh laws about visas and such. That's 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 worrisome to me. Not that crime is not worrisome to me, but again, I've lived in Oshawa. I've been out all night partying in Oshawa. I did have a circumstance where I was leaving my future wife's apartment and I was coming over a snowbank. And it's a funny story because my, my co-host Brent was with me. So we're in Oshawa. It's probably like four in the morning. Uh, played a gig or whatever. Dropped my wife, my future wife off. Brent and I are going to go home. And we come. We're, I remember we were, kind of, we were into wrestling back then. We were kind of shoving each other around. And I think we were imitating the rock or Stone Cold or something. We came flying over the snowbank. And um, two dudes were doing a crack deal right there and my buddy Brent did not know because this is the funny thing about Brent is uh especially back in the day I'm sure he's privy now but back in the day Brent was the kind of guy that if somebody had a joint in front of him you'd have to look twice to know that was a joint or if he he wasn't too privy to to things that were going especially a crack deal we got over this hill and he was even making jokes about the two and I'm just like yeah I kind of sprinted off the other side because we were kind of booting it over the hill and just kept going he coughed me I was like dude what that, that was sketchy, huh? There's a crack deal going on. And another night, a uh, lady of the night. Oh, a lady of the night. And this was at my my future wife's apartment as well. So this was, she lived right on Simcoe Street in Oshawa. And she had a ground, a basement apartment. And it was fairly nice. And as I say, like during the day, it, it was fine. That was, that was the thing about it. During the day, it was fine. And uh, this was a while ago too. Oshawa's gotten worse since I've seen it. But I, I still, I know the areas and I could still go to shows and hang there. I know I could. I know I could, but there's a lady of the night out there. A little bit of a, a little bit of. A, of uh, <laughs> I, I'm trying to pick my words so selectively here. She scared the crap out of me. She was not well kept, <laughs> and she was like, "Hey, you know, stand in front of you. Hey, how about this? How about that? How about this? How about that? No, I do not want that." And I remember, I think I first, that was when I first started dating my wife, and she was so embarrassed about that. I think she thought I was joking at first, and I got into detail about what happened. And it's like, well, holy crap! Sorry about that. <laughs> we can laugh now. It was uh, funny. So I am experienced in Oshawa. 
Hamilton, no, not at all either. Has anybody had bad experiences in Oshawa or uh, Hamilton? Sorry, Hamilton. What is the? I, what's the? I didn't. Uh, I guess the crime in Hamilton's pretty bad, and and uh, the housing maybe. Simcoe and John is the bad spot now. All times throughout the day and night. Okay, Simcoe and John. We know where that is. In Simcoe Oshawa. And John. Simcoe and John in Oshawa, right? I used to stay up pretty late there partying at the dungeon is where we used to hang a lot. We'd go to the dungeon. There's another one, something, a different drum, I believe, was another bar that we used to like to frequent there. Good times at the dungeon, that's for sure, man. Wow. Really good times. So those are those are the cities. So if you got anything while we're while we're here, let me know. Really cool. Now I'm gonna go back over to uh, we've got some new stuff coming out from my comic company, Machete Comics, of course. Is the Wonder Woman picture up there yet in the Rhea Ripley? Are they available yet? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Do we have them here? Yes. Under codes. Oh, whoops. Yeah. I'm screwing up on here. I'm hitting the wrong <laughs> things. QR codes. Okay. Here we go. So this is now. This is the digital download. Okay. So for the digital download of this, this is, we get a lot of digital downloads and that's, uh, you know, what you, I should do a demonstration of how it works and how easy it is yeah. sometime. Cause you just need one of those little drives. All right. You download it to your computer, like you buy it, it will download your computer in a black and white file, in this file, you'll get different files, and you put them on your little drive that you plugged into your computer. Yeah. You take that to say a Walmart, say, uh, what was that place we went to today? Staples. Staples. You hand that to the person, you tell them what you want printed off it, and they'll print it for you. And, you, and you'll probably get it for like five bucks, you know, what? A, a nice print. So that is the best way to do it. Those little drives, you digitally download it, boom, and then you can print it as many. You can do as many prints as you want. I'm just, I'm just, you know, I love it when you buy original artwork off. Or not, I love well, if you're buying original artwork off me. Wow, that's that's amazing. We all know that's a little more expensive, but. So this one, you get five files. Okay, we're gonna confuse people. I'm trying oh. to explain it a little easier now. You're gonna <laughs> just uh, see. My wife is a, uh, and my producer is a tech. And to all this, she tries to explain to me why things are easier, and that's when I start to think that they're not easy anymore. So words are going to just say, you get a drive, put in your computer, you buy this for five bucks, it'll download onto your computer, take the drive, away you go, my friend, away you go. You take that big dog and you go print it, any size you want. But we do have different sizes and such like that, and we will send those to you. I don't even think the shipping's that much. <clears throat> Excuse me. So the other way, there's the new Rhea Ripley one. I like that one. I'm a big Rhea Ripley fan. We all here are here. And we named our, our new fish, Rhea Fishley. And she's cool. She's one of those fighting fish, so it's just her. I got to get her one of those little snails, though, and put her in there. Beta. Beta. Into kiss? Look at that. That's cool. To me, I really like that. I think that's rad. The Machete Comics. On the KISS, uh, take off of the KISS Army logo. <clears throat> You're not going to see a lot of those. That's for sure. So there's the t-shirt the right there that we have available, Machete Comics. I'm working on a new comic, our new t-shirt for our new comic book, The Cult of Machete. And it's going to be like a the old school white on black death metal type. Cult of Machete! But you'll actually be able to read the words Cult of Machete. Yeah, that's my one sidebar. My one gripe on new metal bands, I can't read... I can't read your names, man. Even with my glasses. I, I don't know. What are you trying to do? When I, In my day, it was like, make the font as clear as possible so people could read the names of your bands. Now I'm seeing these metal bands out and it's like, 
Magogla Fevelcon, Magogla Diggledoo, Hermophodoo, P. I, I can't pronounce them. I can't, I can't see what the words are. Here's a good one. Is a new one. We got Wonder Woman there, full color. I did the uh, pencils and inks on it, original drawing. My wife did the color. I really like the hair I did on this one. Um, what I was trying to do with this one, and you'll notice my style, I had, I've had conversations with folks online and uh, with one gentleman, love this picture, He's, but he says, you know, I love the way you make them look evil. And it's like, oh, I never, I, I, I always thought, I'm just making them look not evil, but just strong, I guess. And then uh, my, I had another person online mention that I, she looks like like feral, like beastal because of her eyes up like that, which is really cool as well. And that's a little bit of the Japanese animation style that I bring in. My style is very like, if I was going to explain it, I would say I take Jack Kirby and I take the new Jap Japanese animation style and manga and I put them together. I love the, the full-blown cartoon uh, outlook on things, but I just love everything about Jack Kirby and his positioning and panels and such. Um, but this, this piece here, I really like the hair and the old school coloring that my wife did on this. So this is one of my personal favorites now. But again, the, uh, the Rhea Ripley one, man, I really like that. We got a Cody Rhodes one on the way because our our wrestling ones are doing fantastic and I love wrestling we're going to talk a little bit about wrestling here shortly I'm going to try and talk slow because there's always so much stuff I want to get through and I feel if I talk faster then we'll get through it here's another thing you got to remember is our comic books my friend we have issue one available I don't know we don't have it here to show you but issue one is available I just dropped some off today at uh, Nexus Comics downtown so there's if you're in Kingston and even if you're visiting, just touring through Kingston, downtown, Nexus Comics, ask for Machete Comics. And they'll say right here or right there or we're sold out because that's why I had to go down today because they was sold out, my friend. So, yes, thank you. Thank you. They sell out. And, I, and, and that, that's cool. You know, I'm a small independent comic company. i got to pat myself on the back for that. We do have a new comic coming out, and I have some other writers that are contributing, which is going to be pretty exciting because I like that kind of deal. Now, there's the comic book issue three. Issue one is available as well. You can get a bundle right here. Issue one. There's, there's issue one. Issue two, issue three, you can get just issue one. It's a second printing because we sold out of issue one. And I'm going to give you the heads up that issue two is getting close to that way. We do not have a lot of copies of issue two left. Okay, so getting scarce right there. Um, issue four will be coming out this summer. Okay, we got it. It's coming. It's so close. It's so close. All right. That, that's what we have available. So there's the QR codes on there, machetecomics.com.ca. We're Canadian. Check that out. Got some great stuff on there. And I, I'm free to do commissions at this point. I never even thought about it, but I have, I'm not working on one commission right now. So if you're looking for a commission, uh, feel free to email me. That just dawned on me. I'm not working on a commission right now. That's why things seemed a little odd. That's right. Okay. Brilliant. Um, how do I turn that off, Lonnie? Sorry, I didn't mean... Just go back to the QR codes. QR codes and hide it. I'm going to hide it and we're going to do that. So uh, thanks for tuning in, everybody. I appreciate all of you. Um, I'm going to get rid of that there. There we go. Pimping my stuff, right? I needs to pimp my stuff. So sometimes when I used to have a music school, there we go. That's what's coming up. Storyboarding, manga comic book art workshop for kids. If you are living in Kingston or passing through or planning to visit, you're going to be here for a Sunday in July. Bring your kids down. I supply everything. 50 bucks for the, like an, uh, an hour, two hours in the afternoon or an hour and a half in the afternoon? Hour and a half. Hour and a half in the afternoon. Mm -hmm. 
There's a little cafe there the parents can hang out in. Yeah. Uh, glass partition so you can watch the kids. It's a safe zone, man. I help the kids come in for a landing. I love it. It's my calling, really, is, is working with kids is the main thing that I have to keep doing in life. And I'm not complaining. There's a, there's a little while there where I was kind of questioning it, but no. Working with kids is, is kind of my destination here. <clears throat> so this is sponsored by the Kingston Canadian Film Fest, who are just legendary now, going at it <clears throat> all year round, bringing in some of the best Canadian film stars, independent and, and big time. Uh, yeah, so that's great. Um, that's coming up soon. Looking forward to that. I have a music one, too, that's almost booked up. We'll talk about that later, possibly. Okay, my phone's buzzing. Hopefully that's not buzzing online. Okay, what are we going to get on to now? Oh, I want to do this one here because we had a question online that people were answering. And we had a lot, again, a lot of responses to these. We usually do, which is great. And my question was, <clears throat> when you're feeling hair metal, what is your go-to album? And I had posted Love at First Sting by the Scorpions. Great album. Love for Sting, right? What it's called, yeah. I always blank when I'm on here names and stuff, but that Scorpions album to me is just mint. Dan Wetlawfer suggested Faster Pussycat, Faster Pussycat. So Faster Pussycat by Faster Pussycat. Brilliant album as well. That's a good one. Good hair metal album as well, right? Like that's some good stuff from Dan Wetlawfer. Matt Darch. Too Fast for Love. A lot of people. That that was probably the most suggested one. Was Too Fast for Love by Motley Crue, which is a banger, man. That one's got the best of punk and metal in early 80s. And geez Louise, that's a great album. That is a fantastic album. Matt Darch. Good one, buddy. Good pick. And a lot of other people did as well. Chris Morish. Too Fast for Love as well. Chris Hansen. Stay Hungry, Twisted Sister. That's a good one. I like that one. That's the one with Dee Snyder on the cover with the big bone, the meat bone. And that one had, uh, you know, we're not going to take it. And I want to rock, which spawned those videos that changed the face of rock music and MTV. Bringing in videos like that with intros on them. Twisted Sister. Stay Hungry was famous for that. And the album rocked too, man. Stay Hungry. Great album. That's a good one. I like that one. That one was by Chris Hansen. Kevin Laren says, To Whom the Bell Tolls. Gotta like some Metallica. Melissa, Melissa McClure said, Corn, make me bad. And Corey Clark said, Hey, man, hair metal. <laughs> Pyromania by Def Leppard. Jen McD, yeah, Pyromania. We were just talking about that. Album cover, like it's a target from a gun kind of thing, and it closes in on a building that's on fire. Drawn, great album. Good pick, Jen McD, my former neighbor when I was a little kid. Mickey Sick, my Mickey Sick, my brother there, yeah. Uh, Metal Health by Quiet Riot, yes, because that. Come on, feel the noise really started the hair metal movement in mainstream, which is a funny thing because a lot of people wouldn't think that. But if you look back at the history of hair metal, that was uh, come on, feel the noise was the one that kicked it to the mainstream. Again, combining our dent, dent, MTV, our videos 
in that song. But man, that that song kick. And, and I, I, it's not a little known fact to me, but uh, that's a cover song. Quiet Riot made a lot of uh, a lot of cover songs from certain band. I can't remember the name of the band, but yeah, I'll think of it later on. But that was a that was a cover song. But that was it was still it was great. Doug Hill, Doug Hill, Doug Hell. Killer Dorves, big deal. Great Canadian band. Everybody and a couple others, three other people that were behind the Killer Dorves big deal album that thought that was rad. Mike Bryan, old friend there from he's in Toronto now, says 1984 Van Halen. I can't argue with any Van Halen for hair metal, to be honest with you, because it's like with 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 Dave, because it's just great. Doug Smart. Metal health, yeah. He says metal health as well. Clayton Cotton says White Snake. Yeah, White Snake, White Snake. The Still of the Night. Damn, that's a great metal song. You put on The Still of the Night, I dare you not to throw your fist in the air. In the air. You're in The Still of the Night. You have to. You have to, man. So, oh, my old buddy David uh, David Warren says Guns and Mother and Roses. Brent's out with them right now. Russ Shipman says Dr. Feelgood is the only right answer. Ah, I agree to disagree, but... Hope you're doing well, Russ. You're an awesome uh, dude. I remember you're playing bass. Very, very rad. Oh, Chad Etock, uh, Dawkins, Tooth and Nail. Yeah, Dawkins, some some great hair metal right there. Rockin' with Dawkins. They also did Dream Warriors for the Freddy Krueger movie. I think it was the third one. Dream Warriors? Yeah, that was a good one, too. That was a good one. More Too Fast for Love. Yeah. Jeff Pierce from uh, Moist. Bass player suggests Two Steps from the Move by the very underrated Hanoi Rocks, produced by the always amazing Bob Ezrin. Yeah, Hanoi Rocks had some really cool tunes as well. And hair metal, like, boom, there's your hair metal. Um, I like their cover of Going Up Around the Band. Great video as well. Sad story about, I believe it was their drummer, Raz, Razzle. Okay, that's cool, huh? Oh, people are commenting online right now. All right, well, I can't fit any more in, folks. But that's amazing. Hair metal. And I pick, I put Love It First Sting. I had some scorpions going on there. But I'm not going to argue with Too Fast for Love, man. Um, we threw on Shout at the Devil the other day. That was amazing. Loved it. Pyromania is another one I need to listen to again soon. We've been going through some of our albums. We're getting rid of some of them. Okay. I was watching some wrestling documentaries over the past week because I love classic wrestling. And I was watching some Rod. Oh, I watched a Roddy Piper one, which was really, really interesting. So he's originally from Saskatoon or Saskatchewan, and a very, very small population. He didn't grow up with any money. His dad used to beat the crap out of him. Um, but he's a Canadian boy, and, and still, a lot of people don't know that about Roddy Piper. They think that he's Scottish, like his his moniker was when he was a wrestler. And check that. Check this out. His only solace was playing the bagpipes and and getting better and learning. Damn. All you kids out there who are stuck with your guitars and drums and bass. This guy was stuck with bagpipes. That's tough. And he got the crap kick out of him all the time. So he left home at like 14, 15 years old, lived on the street, was constantly being harassed, poked and prodded, old guys trying to, you know, touch him in bad spots. So he discovered wrestling and got into that, and he turned his his gimmick into being, you know, his and his first name was Roddy. Ah, what was his last name? Case or something like that. Oh, I had it, and then I lost it. But anyway, it wasn't Roddy Piper. 
So he he comes he comes into the ring and he's got his kilt on and he's doing his bagpipes and the, the announcer all they knew is his name was Roddy, but he has bagpipes for his first match. Young young kid man, he was like 16 17 years old at this point. Great video, great documentary. He's playing the bagpipes, ladies and gentlemen, Roddy Piper. So they called him Roddy Piper because he's playing the pipes, playing the bagpipes. So he came in and he turned out to be one of those guys that really was not a great wrestler, but he didn't need to be because he could talk on the mic so well. He was he was in a movie eventually called uh, They, I believe. And it's just they live. Brilliant movie. I got to watch that again. I'll talk about that in a while, but it's just the way he evolved. You can see more of his evolution of a character and his acting and his charisma, natural charisma in this guy. This is what people look for when you're looking for a rock star or an actor or a wrestler these days. You know, somebody like Roddy Piper, who doesn't need direction. You know, he would change the script all the time and he would write things down, you know, like that, that, that famous line in the movie They Live that we were discussing there, you know. I'd I, I like to chew bubblegum and kick ass and I'm all out of bubblegum. That's his line. He interjected that, and the one about you know you don't you don't you don't throw stones at a guy that's got a machine gun. Um, he had some great one-liners, and those were his. He had this little book. His daughter was saying he would write these little things down. I do that all the time too, which is cool. That's a great idea. I'm not saying I'm as great as Roddy Piper, but when I'm drawing, I have a page of paper beside me where I scribble like cool little ideas or names I need to research later. So Roddy Piper was really smart. He was always working, always working, always planning his next, uh, his next, his next character scheme. Because that's, as I was saying, that's what he had was his character was his like finger pokes. He wasn't known for doing these high flyer moves. He was known for taking good bumps, lots of blood, and for having the crowd want to just kill him. So if you're ever looking for a wrestler to respect from Canada who doesn't have real uh, huge shady background, Roddy Piper's your guy, man. Bret Hart can verify that as well. Bret Hart, in this documentary I watched, had some really good things to say about Roddy Piper. And that match that we're looking on the screen, I don't remember which WrestleMania it was, but Roddy Piper uh, basically handed the, the belt over to the Hitman, and it was such a great match. Like, he worked for it, but such a great match. He was Roddy Piper was going to cheat. He had the belt. He was going to ding uh, Bret, the Hitman Hart in the head with it, and he looked at the crowd, and they're all like, no, don't do it, Roddy, don't do it. So he turned face, which is turned good guy, and uh, didn't. He finished the match on the level Bret Hart won got his first real title and from there we know Bret Hart was on his way so yeah if you're looking for a feel good story or just a really rad dude in famous wrestling the old WWE Canadian guy who didn't kill his family who didn't who didn't go off on uh, okay you can grab that now yeah, who, who hasn't killed his family who hasn't done a bunch of really 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 horrible drugs and hurt people Roddy Piper's your guy now the one more thing I want to talk to before we go into our main course here the Cult of Machete here's the thing Hulk Hogan, I'm watching this Piper thing, and Hogan's on there. Well, brother, I told Piper Man back in the day, you got to listen to what they tell you. I would never disobey anything that Vince McMahon tells me. You got to go with the rules, brother. No, you wouldn't. What an idiot. And he's in there telling these lies, and then he's in again saying, oh, yeah, me and Piper had a fallout because I did this and I did that. You had a fallout because you're a piece of poop. (laughs) He just skirts over everything that he does wrong. And it's not like I wanted to watch Hogan or care for his opinion. I go to watch another documentary. There he is again telling lies. I'm just unbelievable how that guy looks back at how much of a douchebag he was and flips it over to him being the good guy. Unreal. Unreal. 
I'll talk about Hulk Hogan another day, but that's a sidebar that grinded my gears. Terry Balea. Hulk Hogan telling lies in every documentary. Why do you need that? You don't need that. Okay, look, let's shift in. All right, cult of machete time. Is it really a cult? No. We should have the aliens waving like this, right? Hello, folks. Welcome to Cult of Machete. Now, we don't come up with this stuff. And as I mentioned, and as I always mention, we don't judge, but we are watching. So we didn't come up with this. But damn, this is the stuff I get in bed for. Oh my gosh, this is this is so cool. So I love people who think they saw or say, claim, they saw aliens or monsters and we get video footage of them kind of seeing it, kind of. Emphasis on kind of. I love this stuff. Have you heard of Crazy Plane Girl? The plane was on the tarmac and was getting ready to leave. This girl freaked out said, this person beside me is not real. People are videotaping. It's all over the internet. All over the internet. This girl stands up, runs. I'm not, you know, that. she swears that person's not real. You can all die with him. I'm getting off the plane. I mean, she did get off the plane, but nobody's heard or seen from her since. This was a week ago. One, this is a viral video. Every human being three years and up wants a viral video. She's not claimed this video. She has not come forth. Two, her family members or anybody who knows her has not come forth saying, hey, we're missing this person. Okay, so let's keep that in mind when we're watching this video because we're going to watch this possibly a few times. This is gold. I, I Sorry, I love this. I will explain what I think this is at the end, but uh, ready? Okay, holy crap, huh? We, we got more, right? Like, warning viewers, that's a little... This is going to freak you out a bit. But again, this is... this. I didn't come up with this. Don't come at me. Save this for our meetings. All right. Wow. One thing I want to point out... We're going to watch that again. Because one thing I want to point out right off the bat... Her finger gestures. First... It almost looks like she's... It almost looks like she's a stewardess... Explaining where the exits are. Secondly, 
that's a sign of the devil, the real sign of the devil. I don't know if I should be talking about this, and I don't really, don't show any pictures, because I don't think we should really, um, her, she looks like she's, uh, signaling with an airplane, and she's got the two fingers up. You can research that a bit. It's a kind of a creepy subject. Let's watch the video again. I know, I know, I know, I know, we've heard this one, I know what other, she's drunk, no she's not, I've been around so many drunk, I used to be a musician, touring, every night of my life, I was around drunk people, I can tell when you've had four drinks, I can tell when you've had 24 drinks, my friends and my parents can vouch for this, that lady's not drunk, that lady did not stagger, that lady, she, thought she could have passed a test there, she didn't, when you're drunk, man, you she hesitated on swearing, probably because of, of being in public and maybe whatever reason, whatever reason, um, does seem like she's acting a bit to me. But she's not drunk. She's not, she's not, and she's not like shroomed out or anything that I can tell. Maybe, maybe. But the way she speaks and the way she beelines it and stuff. The thing that really gets, still gets me is the, if you notice folks this time is her the way she's pointing. Now, I know a lot of ladies do that. A lot, a lot of people do that. The one that used to get me in the 90s is when they clap when they talk. I don't need to tell you anything. <laughs> now they're Karens that are doing all that, right? All that. It's hilarious. Love it. That's a whole other episode. Okay. Now, of course, so, so she, nobody's heard from her. Nobody's heard from this lady. They stopped the flight. Now, of course, we're getting millions of people posting, oh, I was on that flight, and here's what happened. And they're all being proven wrong. Uh, clips been put together with a gentleman in a green hoodie, and it's not the same clip. Flight. It's, it's, yeah, well, it's not the same original, original clip, so it's not the same flight. Thank you. If the green hoodie guy's from a different flight. <sighs> it, like, see, <clears throat> there's so much messing on, messing around with this, uh, the video itself already, and why she's not around, or none of her family. Why is, no, why is nobody in connection to this lady talking? Okay, so that's something you can't see in the video. But when you got a video that's like on TV, that's on your phone, every, every platform on your phone, why has nobody heard from this lady? See, now it starts to get creepy, right? Or is it a hoax to distract us from what's going on in France right now? From... What else is going on that it could be... The Sound of Freedom movie. The Sound of Freedom movie that's all about trafficking through Hollywood and elite, which is definitely going on. Because uh, it seems to me... <clears throat> I'm going to give you... Because this was the first initial video. We, we're going to look at some other angles. I personally think it's a hoax. I think she's an actor, actress... And I think that the three flight attendants that were involved in that knew about it, 
because I've I've read many many other reports that say that the, the stewardess, the flight attendants, left when everybody left, and they replaced them with different flight attendants. Now I don't know if that's because another shift came in, or what, but she just she's not. I don't think she's drunk. Been around drunk people so much, partying throughout my life, and people have been. She's not drunk. There's no way. She's scared, but is she acting scared? Because what is an actor really, my friends? A really good liar, Jim Carrey, right? You know what I mean? Like, that's all an actor is, is a really good liar. This person genuinely seems scared. Okay, let's take a look at another view of crazy plane lady who thinks she saw somebody turn into something else on her plane ride. So she made the plane stop and everybody get off. Yeah, you got the next video now? Oh, that's fine. Yeah, we're going to watch the, we're going to lead into the second part here now. So I'll play first one and then the Yeah. I'm telling you, I'm getting the f*** off and there's a reason why I'm getting the f*** off and everyone can either believe it or they cannot believe it. I don't give two f***s, but I am telling you right now, that mother f***, that mother
You see her talking in there. You can see more of her. Just that's you can hear the, her shutting the plane down. And then there's edited versions of it online that are a little mysterious because they'll zoom back on a bunch of passengers, but it isn't the passengers that were actually on that flight, which is, which is very strange. On a lighter note, how about when she says that motherfucker and everybody looks to the back, right? Camera-wise, and you're expecting to see like, like somebody going hiya, 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 or you know what I mean? It's it's Spider-Man. Here's another question: Why didn't anybody keep? Why didn't anybody point their camera or their phone at the person this lady was pointing at? They all went back to pointing at her. What the hell? I would have been looking for what she was. At least that's what I would think. I would have been trying to see what she was seeing. I don't know, friends. What do you think of that? There was another incident on... Oh, sorry. Another, another thing on that was that she didn't grab her, her shit either. She didn't grab her bags, nothing. She just booked it right off of there. Didn't grab nothing. No. no. Nobody's heard from her again, though. No. That's the big thing to me, is nobody's heard from this girl. But there is one celebrity that was on the plane. Oh, yes. Okay, so my, my producers found there was... <laughs> Carrot Top was on the plane. Now, I'm think, I haven't seen this yet. I think she's playing a joke on me, and this is a joke. I, we'll watch the video together here. So I'm watching this for the first time as well. Apparently, Carrot Top, the actor, comedian, Rugrat, was, it was on this plane. So let's see. Yeah, I'm watching this first time as well. Joining us now to share more on this ordeal. Hi. Hi. Uh, what happened? How are you? <laughs> Uh, well, like you saw, but the strange thing is, you know, you don't you don't really look at people getting on the plane. You just, you know, they're getting on, they're bored. No one looked to be out of out of sorts. And uh, then I, it sounded someone from the back of the plane sound like a flight attendant was yelling at somebody about their bag. And then she, as she got closer, and she was pretty much right next to me. I, I she said something about that guy's not real. So I thought, oh, it's a bad domestic fight. Like her, she's she brought this guy on a date, and he's not real. Like. He promised her a weekend and whatever, and it derailed and uh, to get her off. We all had to get off because they thought there was something else going on. So we sat on the plane for off the plane for about four hours, and then 
I got news that she tried getting back on the plane. Oh. Which was funny, but the whole the whole new thing about the imaginary person, I think, ended up in the last couple of days or so. I've never seen more people. I've, I don't think Sully was interviewed this much about an airplane than uh, than people have been asking me every day, like, what happened? And I, I don't know. Karen Top, were you thinking, what is she smoking? And does this give you new material for your next gig? <laughs> well, definitely new material. Uh, it, it was just, it, it, it did happen so fast. And... I really thought there was just, you know, I don't know who she was yelling. When she kept saying, that guy's not real. I thought, oh, she's probably thinking they're talking about me or my hair. You know, <laughs> guy's hair is not real. But, uh... Okay, thanks, Carrot Top. That was useless. I don't, think he, I, don't, I don't even think he was... I think he just wanted to get some, some Fox News time there. What an ass. <laughs> he didn't even... Yeah, I could, it was happening so fast, I don't know what happened. Yeah, I thought he was just, he was just having a fight with her boyfriend. Thanks, Carrot Top. <laughs> you just wasted two minutes on my show. Good job. Good job. All right, so that's crazy, though. Where is she? And she didn't try and get back on the plane. That was debunked. So, Carrot Top, stop it. You're, you're, no, you're no Corey Feldman, my friend. You're no Corey Feldman. I think Corey Feldman needs a new movie, a major movie, something rad. I'd go see it. I'd go see it. Rears of the Lost Ark is diving. Yeah, it's actually being outsold by that. Um, Insidious? No, that uh, Sounds of Freedom. Oh, Sounds of Freedom. Yeah, if you can see Sounds of Freedom, go see that. Support that movie, of course. Again, oh. we probably shouldn't talk too much about certain things and stuff. And So, anyway, that's the end of the Cult of Machete right there. I thought that was a good one. Man, I'd love to hear your opinion on Crazy Plain Girl. I personally think Carrot Top's full of shit. And I also think that she's an actor. I also think that those UFOs that they were saying were landing everywhere was was a hoax as well. I'm not saying UFOs don't exist, man. I've seen them. I believe in that shit. Certain stuff that we're being shown on media is not the truth. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with this isn't the truth. Because, again, like, who has a viral video and walks away from something like this and doesn't cash in on it? You know how much money she would get for interviews or just from that video? And secondly, if she is a real person and, and somebody took her, why are we not hearing a family say, hey, man, where's my girlfriend? Where's my sister? Where's my friend? Nothing's being said about this girl. So I'm calling false. And get, watch her hands when she's doing it. I don't know, man. I'm calling false. I think she's an actor. I think she's an actor, actress. What are you putting up? No. no, no, I don't want to show that. We're not going to dive into that. You research that if you want to look into that. It's not safe for us to talk about. We're going to move on now. So close off. We got. Let's let's. Uh, we got to close off the cult of machete properly, my friends. With our yeah. very cool i was i love my conspiracy theories and as i mentioned that, that's the kind of stuff that gets me out of bed in the morning my friends i love that stuff if you got any information let me know 
Comic Book of the Week. Again, last week we did G.I. Joe number one. I told you how I had to walk forever to get that one. This one uh, was in 1988, and I had my driver's license. And I remember I drove to, I can't remember the name of the comic book store, and it wouldn't be on the backer board anymore. It'd be a different, if it is on, if this is the same backer board, no, my mind would have been blown. I can't remember the name of the store. There's a store in London. It was not the one, the comic collector on the wiggle in the road on the main road. Big one on a second floor. Got this. And this was uh, Batman, A Death in the Family. Okay. Now, the interesting thing about this, this is a four-part series of Batman versus the Joker. They determined that they were either going to kill off the Joker or kill off Robin. And what they did, this is before internet, younglings. Can you imagine that, kids? No internet. We had phones, though. So I'm being ginger with this because... Yeah, comic books. <laughs> you called in. And you voted. There's the numbers down below. There's the quite Like, you know, there's the numbers. You called in. And I'll read it to you. It says, Robin will die because the Joker wants revenge. But you can prevent it with a telephone call. This is, this is actual, right? This is actual in 1988. You call this one number. It doesn't matter. Joker fails and Robin lives. So they actually weren't going to kill, they weren't going to kill the Joker. Ooh, that's a, that's a Manda Mandalorian effect. The Mandela Mandela effect. I was sure that it was you. Nah, you could be wrong. Anyway, call this number. Robin lives. Call this number. Robin dies. They decided he should die. Now the thing about what this spurred off was. A brutal scene by the Joker beating Robin with a crowbar that is still infamous today. Just like the way some some like I gotta give a, a nod to the comic book artist, Jim Aparo, or Aparo, depending on how you like to pronounce things. Man, he made you he made you really feel for what was happening in here. And Robin just gets the crap beat out of him by the Joker. Sorry, folks. I'm just going to find this there. This is horrible. This is him just beating the crap out of the Joker. Or Robin. Beating, Joker beating crap out of And Robin's mom watching. What the F, dudes? Yeah, that was the storytelling back in the 80s in DC, man. They were, like, right on the edge. So this is uh, Batman number 427. Cost me $2 back in 1988. I remember driving. I don't remember what car I had, but I remember driving to the comic book store probably by myself or maybe with my girlfriend at the time. And I bought this book and I still have it. And it's a very, very important part of the history of comics. Mucho cool. Mucho very cool. All right. I'm going to put it back in its protective case here. I want to thank everyone for tuning in, joining me here. Joining the Cult of Machete. There we go. We're always watching. Aren't we? Mm -hmm. But we don't judge. We're not here to judge. Unless you ask, and I'll tell you which is the worst city out of the three that was given to me. So again, we got Brampton. Got Hamilton. Got Oshawa. The Dirty Schwa. Which one do you think... Which one would you not go to if they said, you have to go to, you can pick one of these places not to go to. 
Which one would be the one would be like, geez, just please don't send me there. I can't live there. All right? Beautiful. So what a story about Crazy Plain Girl. Thanks for tuning in. As always, my friends, peace and love. Take care of yourselves. Join the cult of machete. We have room for more as long as you're not a piece of shit douchebag. My folks out there, love you. Thanks for the Mandarin over the weekend. That's uh, their anniversary. Happy anniversary to my folks. Been together for, oh, I think, 58. like 12 years now. <laughs> 58. 58 years. Is that, is that right? I'm not good with numbers. So congratulations to my parents for being together for 58 fantastic years. Good on you. Good on you, right? Love can succeed. There you go. And I turned out okay. <laughs> Take care of yourself. Make sure you take care of your noggin, man. This thing can do amazing things. I've been looking into the brain. It's pretty rad. Fun episode. We'll get Brent back here soon. We will. Peace and love, my friends. Uh, Machetecomics.ca. You can go there. You can buy stuff from me. You can sign up from my for my courses. I am taking on commissions right now. You just want to say hi. You can contact me there. You want to join the Cult of Machete? You can do that as well, my friends. We're here. We're here. We're here. Where? Right here. Okay, peace and love. We'll sign off. I love it. Cryer Media, thanks for having me. You rule. What happens when we play outside? We become healthier, both mentally and physically. We become more creative and more focused. We connect with nature, each other, and ourselves. Let's Take This Outside, a new podcast hosted by me, Marianne Iveson, an aspiring outdoor athlete and nature lover. I speak to athletes, outdoor professionals, and scientists about their connection to nature, how it affects their performance and everyday life. Let's Take This Outside, available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts, and at letstakethisoutside.ca. Hi, I'm Mercedes Nickel, four-time Winter Olympian and host of Dropping In, a podcast with Mercedes. This is a podcast where I interview a bunch of different people. I get the good, the bad, and the ugly, as well as I share my stories along the way. Now you can drop in at droppingin.com or subscribe on Apple, Spotify, and YouTube. I'll see you soon.